0: Amy's family hope Red Mini Raffle will rev up the fundraising again. Article by Suzanne Pender An eye-catching Red Mini just might be sitting in your driveway this Christmas thanks to the Amy Lawler Memorial Fund. The well-known charity has organised a draw for a gorgeous 2006 hatchback mini which has been fully resprayed, fully serviced, new engine, the works. The draw will take place in Palatine House on Amy's birthday Thursday the 23rd of December at 9pm, with the lucky winners then driving off with the perfect Christmas present. Amy's favourite car was a red Mini, and she'd always said that she'd wanted a red Mini as her first car. So when Daddy saw this car for sale, he thought we might be able to do something for the Memorial Fund with it, Amy's sister Carrie told the Nationalist. A number of generous donors to the Amy Lawler Memorial Fund kindly stepped up to purchase the Mini. The car was then lovingly restored to its former glory, becoming the gleaming motor it now is. The Amy Lawler Memorial Fund is keen to get back to fundraising, following two years of being unable to do so due to the pandemic. Our last event was our truck run, and that's nearly three years ago. So we've had no events or anything since 2019, said Carrie. We're really looking forward to this and having the draw in December. It will be great to meet up again and have everyone back again. The Amy Lawler Memorial Fund was established by Amy's family and friends in the aftermath of her heartbreaking death in January 2011, following a brave battle with cystic fibrosis. The fund helps families who are coping with a loved one facing serious illness, supporting them through their hospital stay, and in tackling the added financial strain that living with illness can bring on a family. Since its foundation in 2011, the Amy Lawler Memorial Fund has raised a staggering €100,000 and helped countless families when they needed it most. Organisers are hoping that the Carlo public will once again get behind them with this unique raffle. We would really appreciate everyone's support with this as our funds need to be built up again to help all the families in need, encourage Carrie. Tickets are 20 euros plus Eventbrite fee €2.20, and can be bought at www.eventbrite.ie forward slash Amy Lawler Memorial Fund. Carlo puts its best foot forward in this year's Pride of Place Awards. Article by Suzanne Pender. County Carlo bloomed in 2021 with an impressive 116 residents' associations and 19 tidy towns groups entered in this year's Pride of Place competition. Under the scrutiny of Judge Gary Graham, show manager of Bord Bias Bloom, Ireland's premier garden festival, and head judge on RTE's Supergarden, County Carlow towns and villages put their best foot forward over the summer months for judging. Carlow Pride of Place Awards, now in its 22nd year, is a celebration of the outstanding voluntary work done year after year in the communities. Carlow County Council, overseen by the Community Section, holds the awards to recognise and acknowledge communities for their tireless work in making Carlow a special place to live, work, study and visit, and to acknowledge and celebrate their dedication, sacrifices and contribution. Despite the challenges of the pandemic, communities excelled in showcasing the pride they take in their areas and highlighting the activities of people who make a real difference to their communities. There were 14 categories in this year's Pride of Place Awards, and 60 cash prizes were awarded to community groups across the county, totalling over €16,000. Due to COVID-19 restrictions, this year's awards event was adapted. In partnership with KCLR, the awards were launched last week by Cahirlach of Carlow County Council, Councillor Fintan Phelan, and Margaret Moore, Acting Senior Executive Officer of Carlow County Council's Community Section, on KCLR Live, the station's morning show, presented by Emer Nivrenon. The prize winners of the various categories were then announced each morning on the show by Judge Gary. The week of announcements culminated in a two-hour outside broadcast show last Thursday in the plaza outside Carlow Town Hall where the overall winners of the Community Spirit Award, the overall estate category and overall towns and villages were announced. Ms. Moore announced the Community Spirit Award winner as Jim O'Reilly. Chief Executive of Carlow County Council Kathleen Hullahan announced Rahana as the overall winner of the towns and villages category while Highfield Estate was announced the overall winner of the Estates category. Carlo County Council's community team will continue to welcome and support new applications to this competition in the future. Marcus Inspires Next Generation at St. Joseph's National School Article by Suzanne Pender Just like the boys from St. Joseph's National School, Carlo's Marcus Lawler had dare to believe his Olympic-sized dreams, ultimately securing him a place on Team Ireland in Tokyo in 2020. Olympian Marcus was back in his old alma mater last week to inspire the next generation of athletes as part of the Olympic Federation of Ireland's school programme, Dare to Believe. The programme aims to spread the message of resilience and healthy lifestyle through participating in sport using Team Ireland role models to bring the message to life. Marcus was the perfect ambassador to call to the Carlow Town School, having enjoyed many happy years in the school himself. Marcus is a past pupil of St. Joseph's, so it was great to have him back to meet the pupils and to talk to them about his Olympic experience, said Principal Fergal Brown. The boys loved talking to him. We had class races the week beforehand and then had the finals when Marcus was here, and medals for the top two. Not only had the St. Joseph's boys the opportunity to compete against each other, but they were absolutely thrilled when Marcus also stepped up at the start line. Even Mr. Brown got in on the act and optimistically took on Marcus too. I'd have beaten him too only I had the wrong shoes on, Fergal quipped. There's no doubt Marcus's visit to St. Joseph's National School inspired lots of boys to forge their own Olympic dream. The kids really enjoyed it. We have a running track at the back of the school, and since Marcus's visit, you can see the kids out there running on it a lot more, said Fergal. Old dressing rooms get a welcome facelift, article by Michael Tracy. An important part of a Tullo Club's history got a welcome facelift recently. The old dressing rooms at St. Patrick's GAA Club in Brother Leo Park got some well-deserved TLC. The building, which was replaced by newer dressing rooms over the years, was constructed in 1958 and is currently used to store equipment. The idea for the project was to give a bright makeover to a dilapidated building that was important to the club's history. St. Patrick's GAA received a grant of €2,000 through the Carlo Arts Office for the project, while the club also used some of its own funds. The old shed had gone old, frail-looking, as opposed to the historic building that it is. It just needed a bit of a facelift, said Patrick Murphy, who organised the grant. Keeping the history alive was an important part of it, with a special slate filled with history of the club installed as part of the project. The slate also features a picture of the building when it opened in the 1950s and one of the senior teams that won a county championship in 1959. People out walking can see how the building came to be and that it's not just a shed at the top of the sports ground. Plastering work was done by John Butler, painting by Noel Goss of Rathmore Coating Systems and the special slate was created by John and Anne Duffy of Laser Now. St. Patrick's committee members all did work on the shed from power hosing to securing funds. Ground coordinator Chris Murphy and CE worker Jerich Havna also contributed to the project, as well as other ongoing initiatives at Brother Leo Park. Exhibitions give an insight into life during the pandemic. Article by Suzanne Pender. Two thought-provoking and deeply moving exhibitions were recently launched in visual, featuring wonderful contributions from Carlo People. Carlo Portraits is a unique new work by artist Tygo Sullivan based on encounters with 43 older members of the Carlo community, while The Corona is an animated documentary film sharing the experiences of young people in their own voices during lockdown. Carlo Portraits is comprised of slow-motion video portraits and wide-ranging audio interviews, an intimate and sensitive work It invites the viewer to spend time with these remarkable people from around the county. The participants speak about life, the passing of time, cultural change and their extraordinary experience of COVID-19. These interviews were conducted during the individual portrait sittings. A website and archive of this project has been made to host the images and stories at www.carloportraits.ie. The exhibition was created by Carlo Bourne Tygo Sullivan, an internationally renowned filmmaker, sound designer, radio maker and artist. He draws on his own connections with the local community to make this project deeply collaborative. The participants are Paddy Bean, Pat Bramley, Eileen Brophy, Marion Brophy, Bev Carberry, Anne Dunn, Colette Fennelly, Tom Gagan, John Hickey, Des Hurley, Jimmy Hutton, Lorraine Hines, Charlie Keegan, Rodie Kelly, Sister Kathleen Kennedy, Siobhan Kinsella, Pat Kinsella, Walter Lacey, Carl McDonough, Rose McAvoy, Margaret McKenna, Leo Marr, Rory Moran, Betty Murphy, John Murphy, Joe O'Brien, Betty O'Gorman, Tom O'Malley, Maurice O'Reilly, Pat O'Reilly, Margaret O'Rourke, Jimmy O'Toole, Finton Phelan, Sister Annette Reddy, John Rice, Theresa Sweeney, George Southern, Sean Swan, Michael Timmons, Breed Whelan, Colin Whelan, Noreen Whelan and Margaret Woods. The corona turns the spotlight on the experience of young people aged from 3 to 24 in their own voices during the rolling lockdowns of the pandemic in early 2021. It is composed of drawings posted to visual by Carlo's young people and audio interviews conducted over phone and video calls. In the interviews, young people reflect on how the pandemic changed their lives. The work was commissioned as a way to listen to young people's experiences of the pandemic and use their reflections to inform policy for the future. Visuals learning curator Claire Breen gathered audio interviews from 42 children across the region and over 250 drawings from young people. These drawings were edited together into an animated film by the award winning Irish artist Daniel Toomey, and the film was scored with original music by Carlo based composer Aoife Kavna. The exhibition will run until the end of October. Admission is free.